Welcome to the IBJJF podcast, the official podcast of the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. Tune in to hear interviews with the top coaches and athletes in the sport, as well as breakdowns and analysis of the biggest events. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the IBJJF podcast. My guest today is Maria Mawiacek. Maria is a three-time Black Belt Pan champion. She's also a Master World Champion, and she's going to be competing at the upcoming World Masters and Jiu-Jitsu Con events that are coming up shortly. Maria, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I do want to talk about Jiu-Jitsu Con and the World Master events, but first I want to get into your background in Jiu-Jitsu a bit. Can you talk about how you were first introduced to Jiu-Jitsu? So I started competing really at Jiu-Jitsu first because I heard that I could win a ticket to Abu Dhabi. So that's what really got me going into Jiu-Jitsu tournaments. And after winning the ticket to Abu Dhabi, I was like, okay, I guess I have to focus on that and learn the rules. <laughs> and it, I I loved it and I stayed. Like I switched from completely from Judo to Jiu-Jitsu after that. Can you talk a bit about your Judo background and how that translated to your Jiu-Jitsu game? So I think it definitely helped me a lot starting because I, you know, I already knew the contact with another person in my judo gym. We did a lot of uh, groundwork, so I had some basics, of course. But uh, it did help me that it did help me, and it made it difficult because I feel like people who train judo they also think that they're everybody is very much with a big ego. I would say training judo, especially when you go to other sports, you think like you know judo is the best, so you go train on another martial art, and then you're out there uh, thinking that you know everything already and that you're doing great. But then with time, you learn that there are so many different ways when it comes to jiu-jitsu for the, you know, even for something as simple as armbar. You mentioned there were some challenges. I know there's a lot of differences in the rule sets of judo and jiu-jitsu. What were some of the things that were most beneficial coming from judo? And what were some of the things that were the biggest challenges that you had to change about your game? Definitely the biggest benefit was me knowing how to do takedowns and being able to take people down, right? Yep. Uh, because I wasn't the best at playing guard at the beginning. So my, I would say my game plan probably was takedown, pass the guard, and get an armbar. So that was very helpful because, I, I mean, I didn't know how to pass guard from, from uh, judo, but I did know how to do a takedown and how to do an armbar. And for a few years, that was working pretty well. Uh from the like the the bad thing about judo in jiu-jitsu would be probably like i said the, the ego of thinking that i already am doing great and know everything <laughs> so how were your first jiu-jitsu competitions as you were coming up in in the lower ranks were you successful right away because of your judo background or did you have some ups and downs in your competition history i i from what i remember i think i was doing pretty well like the first first one was where i was fighting to get the the ticket to abu dhabi for the word pro and I had I mean I didn't even know back there like nobody even told me that me being a brown belt in judo that I should be already a blue belt in jiu-jitsu right away so I was competing with a white belt but I was competing against other white belt and blue belts because that was the division back then back in 2011 and I managed to win with arm bars I believe and takedowns so yeah it wasn't it wasn't too bad and uh in 2013 I 
want uh, IBJJF words also in, in the same style, I would say, takedowns, pass the guard, armbar, and got second place in the open class. So it, it was working, it, it was good. I feel, I feel like I can't even understand right now what a person feels like when they come for their first jiu-jitsu class, because for me it was never like that. Like that, you know, the contact with another person, having somebody in your guard, laying on the ground and fighting people. For me, it's like as an instructor right now, it's hard to understand how hard it actually is because of me starting at uh, age of 12 on the mat. You mentioned you won the Worlds in 2013, got second in the Open class. Can you talk about that yes. experience? Because I feel like going to a tournament like the World Championships, it's a very different environment. It feels very prestigious. There's a lot of energy in the arena. What was that like winning your first world title? It, it did feel prestigious and like a very big event with so many people and like kind of scary, you know. Now when I go to the pyramid, it doesn't feel as big as it did back in 2013. Like this year being there, I was like, oh. It it doesn't feel as you know as big as it as it felt back then, right? Like yeah, fir first words are definitely something special for everyone, I think. Uh, and winning always feels great. <laughs> Getting second place, a little less, but it wasn't you know terrible. I was happy. So you obviously had had success pretty early on in jujitsu. Do you remember what it was like when you got promoted to black belt? Uh, it was a big surprise because I got, I, I mean, I was thinking that back in 2017, I was plan. I mean, the plan was to win awards at Brown Belt in 2017, but it didn't happen. I think I lost in the final. Uh, and in my head, I knew that if I win those awards, I'm going to get a black belt, right? So in my head afterwards, I was already a black belt. So sometimes I would say things about myself as a black belt. And I'm like, oh. I'm not, the black, I'm not a black belt. So and after a while, I was like, okay, I'm not a black belt. I didn't get it. I don't know when will I get it. Because talking those things, like saying that you think you're already a black belt doesn't help you actually get a black belt from your professor after. So I knew this was not going to happen for a while. But it did happen with a big surprise uh, in 2017 still when I wasn't expecting it at all. So, I mean, it was great. It was a great feeling. I was really happy. What was your transition like from the color belts into the black belt ranks? And how did that transition, how difficult was that to go from the color belts to competing against the best competitors in the world at black belt? Uh, for me, I don't think it was too hard or too bad <clears throat> because uh, uh, my professor and my fiance, Almar, uh, he always makes sure that before he promotes the person to the next belt, that they are already not like at the beginning of the belt, but like maybe somewhere like halfway into the belt before he gives them the belt because uh, I think he's seen many people that you know they will get a belt they will go compete they lose their first fight and then sometimes it ends that's how it ends uh, the jiu-jitsu uh, journey so he always waits to make sure that you know you're ready to go and fight with those people that already have those belts. So in the intro, I mentioned that you're a three-time Pan Champion at Black Belt. Your first title was in 2018. I believe you got your Black Belt 2017. So you started right. to have success pretty early on at, at the highest levels, a lot of success winning a major tournament like the Pans. What was it like to win your first major title as a Black Belt in 2018 at the Pans? It did feel amazing. I was really happy, and I had like I had a big team with me there uh, cheering on me, so it was really an awesome moment. And you went on to win the Pans again, 2021 and 2022. 
what is it about the pans that you feel like has made you so successful at that event? Is there anything? I don't know. I, I, my question is, what is it about words that I can't win them? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> That's what I wonder about. Like afterwards, I'm like, why? What's wrong? Like, why not? What am I doing wrong? You know? You've had quite a bit of success in the world. So I, I know you've gotten third place a couple times and had some really excellent matches. Um, do you want to talk about some of your experiences at the Worlds as a black belt? I don't. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't like remember everything after the fights. Like it all kind of almost disappears sometimes. I don't. I don't. I don't dwell on the past. I just think about the next one more than than what what happened back back in the day. Well, coming up, you've got the World Master and the Jiu-Jitsu Con. In 2021, you competed in both events and won gold at both of them, which is pretty crazy because they're all within probably a two-day span of each other, less than 24 hours. Well, I, I think it was day, yeah, day after day. I'm day, pretty yeah. sure it was day after day, yeah. What was that experience like in 2021, winning both of those events? Uh, honestly, my plan was to get four golds, but it didn't <laughs> happen. I got choked unconscious in the open class for Master Words by a very little girl. So that got me a little bit down, to be honest with you. Uh, but I, I managed to kind of collect myself and go uh, win the division at, at Jiu-Jitsu Con the next day. So I was happy about that. But it was definitely not my best day or event last year. I just uh, wanted, I, like Abmar says, I want to hug the world. Like I'm trying to do everything, win all the competitions and compete at everything. And sometimes it's just too much. So I hope this year it's going to go a little bit better than last year because I did not feel 100% last year. Well, like you mentioned, you're going to be doing both events again this year. Master Worlds, biggest tournament in the world, um, especially for the Masters competitors. And Jiu-Jitsu Con is now a two-star event, so it's a really big gi tournament. How's your preparation been for those events this year? Uh, no, I've been like as always we train really hard so I've been doing that uh, and I've been working a lot too and I hope that it, this won't affect my my performance yes but yeah I'm excited and really happy that the Jiu-Jitsu Kong got two stars because I need those points you know for the ranking I want to make sure that I'm still in the top 10 for for the next season and these events are part of the broader Jiu-Jitsu Kong event which includes the Master Worlds Jiu-Jitsu Kong Gi and Nogi Jiu-Jitsu Kong Kids Novice seminars, right? Yeah, yeah, quite a few tournaments, I believe, six tournaments. How how does it feel to be at that event and see the evolution of it every year? Because it's growing. There's so many competitors there. It really feels like a celebration of the jiu-jitsu community. Do you have any thoughts on that? So the first time I went to Las Vegas was last year. I did Master Words uh, two years ago when they were in Florida, and I was really impressed with how big the venue was and how many how many mat areas, uh, how many people was there, how many vendors. The seminars, everything, I think it's an awesome event and something to experience for everyone. Everybody should at least go once in their lifetime if they can't go more times and, and see it for themselves because it's really awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a great event. We're all really excited about the World Masters and the Jiu-Jitsu Con events. Do you have any other final thoughts before we, we end the podcast on anyone you want to thank or anything you want to touch on about the rest of your 2022 season? All right, so I would like to thank Hyperfly for uh, for sponsoring me with the best gear. And I would like to offer everyone who's watching this podcast a discount code for their uh, Hyperfly uh, stuff. It's 10% off with a code, my name, Marisha Fly. 
Great. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate your time today. If thank for you. everyone listening, definitely go to ibjjf.com. You can find more information on the World Master and all the JitsuCon events. And we'll see all you guys shortly at JujitsuCon. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the IBJJF podcast. Be sure to head over to ibjjf.com for the latest news and events from the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you.